healthy and happy day, everybody. It's Cindy Sutton from Sizzle Not Fizzle, and uh, I'm here with a very special guest today. Hello. Hello. It is my youngest daughter, Kaylee Sutton, who has just been an amazing support for me as I've gone through this journey. And I thought... And she thought it might be really interesting. First of all, welcome, Kaylee. Hi, thank you for welcoming me. I'm very excited to be on the podcast today. Well, I'm really excited that you're here. And why don't you tell our listeners what we're talking about today? Uh, today we wanted to talk about, well, because I'm the daughter, right? Um, figured that it was kind of important to talk about, my parents have talked openly and honestly about their sexual intimacy through the means of their book and the fact that they've maintained their playfulness, they've maintained their love, they maintain that intimacy and sharing throughout our whole childhood so that we could see what it looked like. And we just wanted to talk about how, what that meant to us and what that looked like. Okay, so just before people think we had creepy, creepy stuff going on. No, not at all, not at all, not at all. That's not what we're getting at. Yes. It's, it's about love and loving and what that looks like and how to share that with your kids in, yes. in a way that can shape their future and their relationships in a it, to to be yet had or to be currently had and and so listeners i i just want you to know that um you know kevin and i have I, well if you've read the book if you haven't it's <laughs> you should time, definitely read the book time to read the book six minute sex maintaining intimacy and, and nurturing passion in long-term relationships even if i got that wrong it's right <laughs> and um you know it really is about hanging on to each other through all of this stuff kaylee you're 25 now i am 25 years now can old. you okay so without just flattering me which i think you should always try and do <laughs> that's the um, can you little, talk a little bit about how you saw your parents growing up, like in terms of being uh, being parents and being with each other. Yeah, well, I I always saw my parents as a together unit, and they always, I mean, you guys always. I speak as if you're not in the room. You guys always showed my sister and I like what it meant for a family to be a singular unit, and that your parents are, you know, at the front of it. They're making the decisions. They're leading the way. They're they're out in the trenches for you. Um, but at the end of the day, we all come together. And, right. and that can really, for my growing up and my experience, and I know other people have different compositions of family, right? Sometimes two moms, two dads, single parents, mixed families, blended. It, it's all very different. But I grew up in a nuclear household, mm-hmm. and I knew, grew up with parents that I knew they loved each other, and I knew that they would do anything for each other. And I saw them do that together. I saw them be a team. But that teamwork doesn't just happen because you know, they signed a marriage contract. It's it's an active process. It's active work and it doesn't just happen organically. You have to make choices and make distinct motions, I guess is the word that I'm coming up with. Actions. Yeah, actions to to keep that alive. Like I saw you guys have date nights and said, no kids tonight. You guys go off and have your play dates with your friends when you're younger. We're going to have the date night to ourselves. We're going to have either go out someplace nice, maybe go downtown for the evening or then we're just alternatively just have a nice night at home with no one else here making sure that you guys have that time I didn't really understand it when I was younger but now I, I'm a bit older and I, I so admire that because it's just not that easy to to make that happen it's an active choice and I saw you and my dad doing that all the time well you know what we worked really hard to do that and uh, listeners I just want you to know I mean Kaylee's 25 now and um, she is like a remarkable young woman. Jelena, our, our other daughter, is a remarkable young woman. These girls are, they, you know, they have their feet on the ground. They're walking forward. They're moving forward through their life. But I have to tell you, Kaylee was a challenge. 
I'm sorry. I've grown up a lot. I've grown up a lot. That doesn't mean that I didn't have my awful teenage years, which I will forever be apologetic awful. for. Awful. Lis- listeners, awful. Awful. I was, I, hi, my name's Kaylee. I was awful to my parents. I'm sure many of us <laughs> can attest to times like that where we were in the wrong and we had to grow up and uh, that took me a long time. Well, you say you're in the wrong and I'm, I'm not really sure we're, we're talking about right or wrong, but I, I, I'm talking about couples. What I'm talking, uh, what, what I'm saying here is uh, mom and dads who have challenging kids, it's very, it can be very, very difficult to hang on to each other and be strong and love each other and love your kid no matter what, even when you hate your kid no matter what. And, uh, and they can coexist. And Kaylee, you, you understand what I say? Oh, of course. Well, yeah. Well, and also, like, I mean, I know this is meant to be talking about you and dad, but like, you and I made an active choice too, so that we could have the relationship we do now. This wasn't something that just happened because we felt like we didn't want to be mad at each other anymore, right? There was a whole lot of time, energy, and investment made by both parties here so that we could, you know, be chatting in a podcast and yeah. talking about this sort of thing. It doesn't just happen, and, and I see that. I've seen my parents work together so that they can have, you know, an actively loving and nurturing relationship. And then I've seen us do the same work. And now I can see in other relationships, not just romantic, just anywhere, friendships, relationships, otherwise coworkers, that it does take work to get along and to find the path to... Path, balance, understanding, acceptance, room for mistakes, Mm -hmm. all of that, I think on both sides. And again, listeners, I just have to tell you, um, nobody comes with a PhD in parenting, certainly not me, certainly not Kevin, uh, but we, you know, we plan to have children as a couple. I mean, you know, if you read the book, you know, Kevin never wanted kids, but, but, but he came along, he grew up and he, and he wanted I think kids. dad likes me. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. He loves me. He adores me. <laughs> uh, but, it, but it was, we had some really tough, tough times along the way. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about this for a minute, Kaylee. I hope I don't embarrass you. But I, I remember that I took Kaylee's bedroom door off her bedroom. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that? Oh, and that was after, just that. a minute, listeners, that was after I did this high karate thing and, and, and kicked the door in because she wouldn't open it. She wasn't supposed to use the um, the lock on it. And I kicked it in, broke the door frame, which actually Kevin was most upset for that I broke the door frame. And we took the door right off. And I mean, we have had our challenges, yep. correct? Yep, yep. All those things yep. happened and... Yep, had to grow up, move on. Well, Great to, way, though, to... Uh, <laughs> we had to find our way. Yeah. Together. And, we, and we've and we done that. And so, you know, when we when I started this journey, Kel, um, if you... Well, maybe you didn't know. Maybe I didn't talk out loud about it. But I think you were about 13 years old, right? It was 2009. So that's 23... No, 13 years ago. I thought it was 23. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about me? Um, 13 years ago. You're 25 now. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, you know, did you know about that? What did you think about that? About your book? Yeah. About yeah. The, the idea of a, your mother's writing a book called Six Minute Sex. I, um, well, I knew that you were writing the book because you love to tell everyone about how, <laughs> did you know that I'm writing a book? It's called Six Minute Sex. <laughs> and everyone, of course, you, you know, whatever thinks like, oh, what a light, fun read. Like everyone thinks that's. Something a little bit more to it. To, or, a, little, a little spicy. Yeah, a little saucy. So, yeah. of course, I was mortified, you know, at that age when I first heard about it. I, I didn't really 
really know what sex was. I just knew it was gross. And, like, you know, <laughs> I only just come out of the age of, like, you know, two years before I would turn my head in movies where they kissed at the end, right? right? Like, that was, like, I was only just getting into, like, understanding, like, mm-hmm. what intimacy and relationships even are meant for, right? Mm-hmm. What's the purpose of them? Why, what do they serve? So to, to hear my parents so transparently talk about, like, yeah, my mom is writing a book, and yeah, it's six minute sex. Of course, I would spat all to my friends. Like, She's writing a book about sex, <laughs> and everyone was horrified. Oh my god, your parents are so weird. Um, but you know, I'm a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and you know. But okay, so I'm just going to ask you. Yeah. At, at, you're 25 years old now. Yeah. What is the reaction of your friends? Everyone, everyone wants to read it. Okay, everyone. They're all, like lined up. They're probably you know listening to the podcast too. Hi, friends. Um, but <laughs> like they're they're excited about. It. They think that it's an awesome idea. They think that it's it's important to talk about because you know it's not like some unlock secret pay you know pay money so you know what how to fix it. Like yeah. there's no magic cure to mm-hmm. how to have a relationship last your whole life. And mm-hmm. I argue that lots of relationships shouldn't necessarily last your whole life. True that. Um, but it's about when you do have that partner, what you do to maintain it. How yeah. because again, it's an active choice. And it's not a dirty little sex book. No, no, no. It's a, it's a fun and playful book, right? It's and a book it's, of stories and experiences yeah, and sharing. It is. Yeah, it is. But I think um, there's there's so, so one of the things that I talk about in the book, and I, I want you to speak about this because I, I give life stories, mm-hmm. but um, there was this, <laughs> I talk about playfulness. Mm-hmm. And I talked to several therapists just around the idea of six minute sex and, you know, are the kids being interested in, oh my God, that's the most disgusting thing. And, and then some of the things we've done. So, you know, I, I'd like you to, how was that for you? around the playfulness between your dad and I? Well, it swung between being hilarious and and not. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think that, like, now I look back on all those moments and I just, like, have this joy and Mm -hmm. happiness in my heart that that was my parents' relationship growing up. But at the time, like, one of my my favorite stories, I don't know if this is in your book or not, but I don't really care. Probably. But I was, my sister and I were in the family room, and we were, like, watching some sort of show in the evening together, and it was cold, and my mom and my dad often went for a hot tub in the evenings when it was cold, because we just had it outside in the backyard. And you have to walk across the family room door, which has sliding glass doors. Uh, A spoiler alert, this is in the book. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm not surprised. But anyways, you guys went for your hot tub and then as you came out you pretended to flash us yeah. i mean i thought you were actually flashing us because of course my sister and i had our heads turned away we like ew well i wrong? your father would no sooner flash anybody than he fly to the moon which is what i say in the book <laughs> but i'm okay with that yeah yeah so you know get the towels out do your little shimmy yes and just well it was a behind shimmy you only saw the back of me Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what you said after that? Um, it was something along, was it, did I say that my parents are so gross or so no. weird? You said, what is wrong oh, with our parents? <laughs> and at the time, that was fully and completely what I believed. What is wrong with my yes. parents? And now yeah. I'm like, thank gosh. And you, gosh. Can, and you kind of understand that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not anywhere close to having my own family. I'm 25. And for me, that feels quite young for that stage of my life. I'm not really thinking about that. But now I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. I I cannot be at a place where, you know, while I don't have kids of my own, like, I can see myself having a family and doing those silly things with them because, you know, I remember that for the rest of my life. That's never leaving me because it was, it was a hilarious moment of my parents just, you know, being silly, being fun, horrifying the kids, but making us laugh. Like, we were still laughing while we were saying, what is wrong? Well, I, well, you weren't actually, but I have told that story to lots and lots of other people and couples and... 
you know, and, and some people who are in the, in the, in the family therapy thing, and they're, they're just like, they're delighted mm-hmm. to know that we kind of had that playfulness and we're okay to share it with you and your sister. Mm-hmm. And I've just done some research, not just, but I, I, I do research all the way along around couples and what keeps people together. And almost one of the most understudied things is playfulness in long-term relationships and how important that is. Mm-hmm. And that you are still playful with each other and you still tease or tag or whatever you do because it brings a lightness to the relationship that, you know, is not just natural. It's just good to laugh and be silly, right? It's good to laugh it's and be silly. It's good for the soul. It's good for the heart. And for us, you know, once in a while it was great to horrify our kids. <laughs> um, it came at the cost of my sanity at the time, but, you know, well well worth it. <laughs> I'm curious, like, what your goal was around that for, like, my sister and I being able to see that in, in you too. That's a really good question. What I, did, I didn't really have a goal. I just thought, you know, we, your, your dad and I had, had had a lovely, obviously a lovely visit in the hot tub, and we had been laughing and carrying on. You kids were in the, watching TV, so you wouldn't have known. And, and it just the the. So for me, I always want a good time to last longer, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes too long, actually <laughs> to my own detriment. But uh, but I just said, hey, let's just do that. Like I'm I'm quite spontaneous sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's just do this. This is and, you know, there was no sort of really inappropriate full frontal nudity or full back nudity, nothing like that. But there was just a little bit of... Just a tease. Just a little bit of bare bum. And uh, <laughs> and your dad just wiggled his bum under the towel. But, you know, we knew it would be... You would... You would we knew that you girls, if you ever talked about it, if you could get over your embarrassment, <laughs> that you would be horrified by it. And, and that actually gave us a thrill in some way. So I'm not really sure... You know, I don't know what a therapist would do with that. But it was meant to be, in, it was just whimsical and fun and funny. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have a goal. We just, your dad and I are a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would too, I mean, I saw you guys holding hands when you would cross the street together from time to time. I saw That's because you your dad choices. is old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw you guys, you know, interacting in that way, making sure you guys knew, like, when, when the kids are gone, we're having our date night, right? And I, I'm just, I... I, it just it was such an open conversation around that. It wasn't necessarily open conversation around sex so much because no. obviously we wanted to be a safe sex household and yes, that was absolutely. like those values, you know, every please, family. Please reinforce have, that to our listeners that yeah. it was not an open, there was, it no. was it, our private sexual relations were completely private. No, it was an, uh, an open, safe place to talk about it, but it wasn't... Um, and to be um, uh, responsive to each other and yeah. to be affectionate with each other. Yeah. My parents were people who I knew I could always go to. And I think that's because you guys were playful and silly and open in that way mm-hmm. um, that it didn't feel like such a barrier to talk to my parents when I had questions around intimacy, when mm-hmm. I was feeling uncertain, when I had experiences that I needed someone to talk to. Obviously, maybe your parents aren't your first choice for no, this. No, um, I agree with that. And yeah. I, and not to say that my parents know everything about mm-hmm. my intimate history. No, I don't, I don't think they want to know. No, they don't. No, nope, um, we don't. But the fact that I know that I could go yeah. in that direction is invaluable, right? So, so I just want to kind of move a little bit forward because our relationship has evolved quite a bit, Kaylee, um, to now you are my, you know, you're my... A website developer you're my social media push girl you're my you know how do I negotiate this online stuff and um so you're kind of one of my point people here I couldn't do this without you, Thank you. 
And I feel quite honored and blessed that you would even be interested in doing this with me or having the conversation with me. So how has that been for you? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I, I think it's an awesome idea and I think it's important. And I guess like when I'm choosing to prioritize like what I make time for, you know, I'm, I'm just finishing off my degree as we speak here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might, that's probably going to be done by the time this gets published. Yep. But um, I'm, you know, at the point of making big life choices of what direction to go to next. But I've kind of made a fundamental value that I make time for what I think is important to what brings joy. And my, I know for you this brings joy. Mm-hmm. And I know talking about this between the two of us, it's like fire, right? We, yeah. we have ideas, we're bouncing. Like we never run out of things to talk about when mm-hmm. we're talking about your book and your podcast and, right. and everything to do with that, right. right? We never run out of ideas. We never run out of conversation. And like, I just think it's, it's important that the message gets shared in, in a way that many people can absorb and understand. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's stop there because cool. I, w- I want you to talk a little bit about that because... Mm-hmm. What about uh, listeners who are saying, yeah, not comfortable doing that in front of our kids. That feels uncomfortable. So let's define what doing what in front of our kids, mm. right? Yeah, but, absolutely. In the terms of like the playfulness and the intimacy is what yes. you're referring to? Yeah. So um, I think it's about just like being transparently honest with your kids. I mean, this was my experience that my parents, not only are they mom and dad, because that's what they are. That's what they're always going to be to me. But mom and dad are also of their own people and their own relationship. Mm -hmm. To me, they're my mom and dad, but to each other, they're their everything. Mm -hmm. And being able to see that, um, that doesn't just happen out of being the role of mom and dad. Right. So, so if I had to sort of play back in my head, what I think we tried to do and please, I mean, absolutely. (laughs) You'll find out here now. (laughs) Here now. Stay tuned folks. Um, So here's what I think you saw. I think you saw us, um, sort of being on a level one, holding hands, kissing, mm-hmm. hugging, dancing. Absolutely. Uh, dancing with the dog, dancing with the kids, holding on to each other, um, arms around each other, um, private time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And letting us know that there was private time. Not telling us the explicit details no. what private time meant. Obviously, I didn't know that for a long time, but... Yeah. Knowing that it's important with your partner, with your life partner, that they have that private time without the kids. We love you kids. Yeah. Not right now. Yeah. Right now it's a, an us time. Adult parent time. Yeah. Um, I, I would also like to confirm that there was uh, no sharing of really private time. No. 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 That was... Just to say it, I never walked in on my parents. There was never any incident close to it, right? That was... You know, that was between you two. And nor did we talk about our intimacy, like our deep intimacy. No. Sexual intimacy with you kids or around you no, kids. No, but it just wasn't a secret, right? No. There's, there's a difference between, you know, explicitly talking about it. That's not what we're talking about. It's just knowing, yeah, my parents are, they love each other. And as I got older, understanding what loving partners, what that means, it means that they do partake in intimacy. Not necessarily telling me the details of that. Absolutely not. Never. Just, not necessarily. That, never. Never. Not between, not between mm-hmm. kid and, and parent. But mm-hmm. knowing that, yep, that's what that's what's involved and that's we've kept that spark alive. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, for 13, 12-year-old Kaylee freaking out about my parents are writing a book about sex. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about as explicit as it ever got was just the book itself. 
Well, yeah, and I mean, it only took me 13 years. I thought it was 23. I've been going around saying 23, but it hasn't been 23. It's been 13 years well, uh, from start that. to finish for, uh, to write about six minutes sex, which I will probably mention every single podcast because it's such an oxymoron. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, Kaylee, I'm really glad you came on to, to talk about this, and I'd like you to come back if that's okay oh, with you. I'd love to be back Because here. you have been a really integral part of the journey of actually making this happen. You know, putting rubber on the road, you know, f- feet on the ground, however one, however you want to say that. I'm not sure I could have actually finished without your support and your belief and your understanding about what the message I wanted to bring to couples in long-term relationships without being without it being creepy or horrible or weird. So, so from my heart and in every way. I thank you, uh, as does your dad, because he kind of stands on the side on this stuff. But thank you, Kel. Well, I, I'm i just got all the warm fuzzies in my heart on that one. I'm just so excited that this is something you're so passionate about and that I get to help fuel any part of that passion, right? That's things that bring us joy we have to do more of, and that goes beyond relationships. Yep, and we've got some ideas. Yeah. So listeners, stay tuned, and thanks for tuning in today to Sizzle Not Fizzle. I'm... One of my very favorite guests, my daughter Kaylee Seddon, uh, who is a remarkable young woman, and thank God I get to say I birthed her. <laughs> Everybody, have a fantastic day, and we'll talk again next week. Bye.